He is none other than Snoop Dogg. Yeah, I've been bringing a piece of candy for you to look at. You might be able to taste it later, too. <laughs> Will Ferrell. I also ran into John Elway in the bathroom. He could have he given me a forearm shiver there. <laughs> Could have rammed my head. Long snapping expert Adam Carolla. We don't call ourselves long snapping what? expert. What do we We're, call ourselves? You just say black belt. You don't say black belt <laughs> karate expert. Black belt says it all. I don't download many podcasts, but when I do, I prefer the Rich Eisen podcast. Here's your host, Rich Eisen. Welcome to the latest, newest edition of the Rich Eisen Podcast here on NFL.com, iTunes, and also simulcast again on NFL Network. You can hear this podcast every Thursday on NFL.com, also every Thursday, 8 Eastern Time, a special half-hour televised version of the Rich Eisen Podcast just for you. This week's guest, we've got a great guest list, people. We've got Kevin James, big-time Jet fan, star of the upcoming movie Zookeeper that hits a theater near you on July 8th. He will join the podcast. So will John Legend. John freaking Legend. He was on the podcast for the first time last playing season, last fall. He's a big-time fantasy football player. He loves Ohio State, the Ohio State University. Got to ask him about the state of his football team there. John Legend on a 50-date Summer tour with Shaw Day. He'll be phoning in from the road to the podcast. Also, Kara Henderson's going to return to the podcast. Always love having Kara along with Michael Lombardi. We're going to find out the latest on this lockout that hopefully has only, uh, it's in its final throws, hopefully has only about three weeks left in it, maybe two. I'd take one day left in it. I'm telling you, it's really fraying on me. Um, and we'll update you on uh, the love life of Spoon, the producer of the televised version of this podcast. If you've been listening uh, for the last few weeks, Kara's been trying to hook him up with uh, the kindergarten teacher of her son. I think that went down this past week. We'll get the gory details. But first, I want to welcome to the Rich Eisen podcast now a longtime friend of NFL Network and uh, one of the finest that uh, University of Michigan has ever sent to the National Football League. And that would be none other than Cincinnati Bengal linebacker, rock on tour and world renaissance man, Dahani Jones. Good to see you. Great to see you. You're not saying that for real, are you? It is true. It's great really to see that? Do you really I, feel that way? Anytime, in, anytime I'm in your presence, I feel great. No, you just love the way that your, your voice sounds in these microphones. <laughs> I do and like the these microphones, like actually. It. You're going to turn are, into Barry White by the end look, of this interview. Look, these are the microphones I actually use when I do my show, In the Zone with Dahani Jones. See, you are easily, everybody bags on me as to how self-promotional I am. <laughs> I'm not self-promotional. You, oh, oh, I'm just, oh, I'm truly talking Johnny about just, my show that I have in Cincinnati. Ju- wait, wait a minute. Did you just say the words, I am not self-promotional? You've no, got to be I'm kidding I'm just me. really just talking uh, about things that I'm Dahani interested in. Jones, don't you be ashamed of how self-promotional you are. Because well, I don't that know if I want to term it as self-promotional. I mean, I'm just really talking about hey, my TV show, yeah. In the Zone with Dahani Jones, and the go. other one I have on VH1 called Ton of Cash and things and like that. Else? And the and book I wrote the, called The Sportsman. And if you want to follow what? me, you go at Dahani Jones. Yeah. Did See? I just say that? That's, but that <laughs> is good. Own it. Own it. Embrace yes, your sir. shameless self-promotion, Dahani <laughs> Jones. And your boat, you left out your bow ties, which you, by the way, when you found out that cameras were going to be on, you put on. You're absolutely right. And what is it? It's a five-star bow tie. Well, it's a five-star bow tie, but now recently we've moved everything over to bow tie cause, but 
because we believe that you know everybody needs to support their cause mm-hmm. and bow tie cause helps other people in their catalytic philanthropy. So this bow tie, your catalytic, catalytic. Yes. Do you know what catalytic? No. Catalytic please explain means? to me what it's catalytic two, philanthropy is. It's when two energies come together and they create something special. I mean, that's broken down into layman's terms. And so, so how is that different from any philanthropy? Why do you? You're well, just because, dropping syllables. On well, me. because number one, it sounds better. It but anyway. <laughs> See, you understand? So it's <laughs> yes. catalytic philanthropy is when myself and my friend Kutin Littlejohn came together and we kind of synergized and we mm-hmm. created this energy around the bow tie and the power that be. So and you synergized. If you want to be anybody, you got to rock the bow tie. Of course. The, so you synergized the catalytic philanthropy. I like it. And on your bow tie, words, it's what critical thought, service, what collaboration, representation. Self-representation. Self-representation. Exactly. Which you are all about. Yes. And that was my major in college. That was my major in college. Did you make, there, there was not a major I designed my own major. At Michigan? Yes, at East Quad, represent the residential I college. Like if anybody's out there, represent the residential college. You know, tweet at me at Tahani Jones. See, again, there is no <laughs> there is no shamelessness in this. Everybody bags on me about the podcast. You never, oh, you have a podcast. Actually, like I actually joke, like tongue this cheek. podcast that you have. It's great. great. It's fun. It's it, it it allows for free form conversation. It allows for catalytic conversation. Catalytic conversation. Yeah, we're synergizing the catalytic conversation right now. See, I'm learning from your BS. See, let me tell you something. <laughs> it is not a problem because my philosophy is if not now, when? And if not me, who? Fortune favors the brave. Is that what, where, where's that from? A fortune cookie or something? Where's no, that from? Not, what's that from? from? A fortune what's cookie? it from? A man once said, <laughs> fortune favors the brave. And, yeah, and so, truly, Rich Eisen, you are one that has been brave. In all of your Thank endeavors, you. whether it be I podcasts so. or working here at NFL Network, Network yeah. and Total Access, Thank I mean, you. you are the NFL. I'm you a, are the voice. I'm a trailblazer. Is you're that what you're saying? If you're saying that, I don't. You know, I don't, you know what's interesting? In that same light, you know, I don't. There's a quote that. that says, "When you, you know, when you're young, you think you're blazing a trail. When you're older, you look back, you realize it's a beaten path." Mm-hmm. And it's true, it is a beaten path. But persons such as yourself mm-hmm. here at the NFL Network and everything you do with your podcast and all of your shameless self promotion, correct? You are beating the same path but essentially widening it widening that path so that other people can come can along follow. and do some of the same there things are other podcasts done. now on nfl.com there was i was the first now there are more just fill in so hopefully maybe just fill in my maybe way. one day yeah we shall share a podcast i don't know if if, if you'll have I don't me, there's enough room in this. i don't know if you'll have me i don't know if you'll have me because the the dahani incorporated is just exploding it's going it's it's going huge how there many are years, gr- there are good things happening and i'm happy about that how many years have you been in the league now? 11 years in the league that's amazing it's been a while. 11 years in the league. It's years. been, how about this? It's been seven years mm-hmm. since we started working here at NFL Network together. Since we have. <laughs> how about that? <laughs> yeah. You count yourself among the staff? Is that, that what you're saying? Of, of NFL oh, Network? Oh, of course I do. I didn't know that. I made Ray Lewis laugh when he lost. That's true. That's true. Hey, and you got Tom Brady. You interviewed Tom Brady for us way back in the day, our first Super Bowl. How about our, this? Well, we were 11 weeks old and you were How working about with the NFL first Super Network? Bowl? And we were still attached with the camera, with the wire attached yeah, to the sideline. It was old, old, old school, old school, old school. But we, but we did it. We crushed it. We crushed so, it. So yes, I do. Yeah, you do. I, I do think of myself as part of the a staff. long time. You're a long time friend of the program. You're an FOP, friend of the program. FOP. Yeah, you're a friend of the program. The sportsman. How tackling sports around the globe made me a better athlete, a better man, and a true citizen of the world. Now you were already a true citizen of the world before that. I mean, you already were. Well, my, my parents, yeah, your parents were in the military, so we traveled a lot. Right. And, you know, there's tons of unexpected lessons from around the world that I learned as a child and as an adult. Mm-hmm. And for the last three years, being on the road for 20 different sports, um, 20 different countries, 200 days on the road, 
20 countries, mm-hmm. 20 different sports. Now, why would you do that when, on the when your job's already enough of a grind? Why because, would you take your downtime and spend that much time on the road? Because it's something I'm passionate about. And that's really that's essentially what everybody wants to find, something that they're truly passionate about, which mm-hmm. truly allows them to find their way out of the garage. Last night I did a, um, or a couple of days ago, I did a book signing. Mm-hmm. And I made the analogy to getting lost in a garage and trying to find your car. Everybody tried to, tries to use the keyless entry, mm-hmm. hitting the alarm, trying to find the car. Sometimes it doesn't work, and you ultimately have to go back to the beginning. Um, and I equate that to sometimes within the game of football or within the game of life, you have to go back to the beginning, something that you're truly passionate about, so you can sort of rediscover who you are as a person and how to perfect that of what you do already up until this point. Mm-hmm. So when I got cut by... An, the New Orleans Saints, I went back right. to San Diego. I went back to where I was born. And then I came back out. And went to, then I went to Cincinnati, got picked up by them. Then at the same time, it was, it was at the same time that the Travel Channel show was being talked about through mm-hmm. the necessary entities. And suddenly took off, did the Travel sh- Channel show, took off, went to England, Ireland, Switzerland, Singapore, Spain, Thailand, went all over at the same time, you know, played in Cincinnati for the last three years, and I've had some of the best seasons I've ever had throughout my entire 11 years in the career, mm-hmm. my career. So, I mean, it's an incredible story, but I still can't get past the fact you can't get out of your garage? You get lost in your garage? Uh, no, I mean, not in my garage, per se, but I'm saying, like, the parking the structure, figurative, I mean. The figurative garage of life? You the, get the lost garage in the of figurative life. Of you know, the other day I was, I, I was doing a show, and I was down there, and I didn't know, we didn't know where the car was. I mean, your car is right in front of you. No, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not talking about subsequently my garage and my house. I don't so even this have is a, a metaphor. Garage. This is a metaphor. It's a metaphor of okay. life. That you the get parking the, structure, yeah. fine. I said the, oh, garage, the parking garage. structure. Oh, in the parking structure. Yeah, there's like oh. five, six different levels, and sometimes you, of course. you, you, you forget you where your, your car. car. Right, you don't know where your car is, and so you get on P1, P2, P3, P4. That yeah, was a great P5. Seinfeld episode. Once, it's a different elevator. You know, you, you don't know where you're going. You're looking around. You're using the button, mm-hmm. and then ultimately you have to go back to the beginning of where you drove in, find your way. Say, what I've made a right, what I've made a left. What I've gone straight. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden you kind of find your way back to your car, mm-hmm. hit the button, the doors open, you get in, you drive off. And that's where you really have found your sort of your center, if you will. And my center Gosh, is within travel and within the sportsman and all of those unexpected lessons from around the world. That's my true calling. That's my center. And that allowed me to continue to play the game of football, even at the highest level while being on the road for 200 days out of the year mm-hmm. and 20 different countries. And, it wasn't the easiest traveling either. I mean, this no. is doing Muay Thai. This is Prado Saray. This is trekking to Mount, uh, to um, Mount Everest Base Camp at 18,000, going up to Calipatara at 19,000, feeling like there's a plastic bag on top of your head. Um, this is surf life-saving. This is going to different places, encountering different people, learning about different cultures, and all the while coming back having one day off. Mm-hmm. Right? right, one day off, and then going right into training camp into an entire season. So, how does that affect? How does that lend you perspective when it's third down and one, fourth quarter? Your team needs to stop because you're how able to get to that special place because you know you've been in a difficult spot before, mm-hmm. and regardless of the pressure of the situation, you know how to focus and find your way to whether it be the quarterback, the running back, through the lineman. You know how to find your path. I know how to find my car. 
You know how to find your car. That's right. See, I'll tell you. Here's how you and I are wired differently. Uh, <laughs> is that is that is that you uh, get lost in your parking uh, structure uh, or garage, a garage, whatever you whatever whatever you call it. <laughs> you get lost in there. You figure out. You spend a long time looking for your car, and when you get to your car, you find your center and you're at peace. I would be so pissed at myself and so pissed <laughs> at how much time I wasted in the garage. Yeah, but at the same and time, certainly if it was somebody else who was driving the car and we got lost because that idiot couldn't find the car, forgot what floor they were on, I'd really be pissed. I would be talking about centers you know or earth or or but for peace a while or... see what happens is for a while you are pissed yeah. for a while you are so upset you're livid yeah why Steve am i lost is literally it, coming out of, out of my ears. ears correct i mean your face is turned red mm-hmm. and your, your hair is falling out you're just sweating you just don't know what to do well, my but hair's already falling out though Fair enough. You know, you know, seven <laughs> years ago you did have a full <laughs> yeah. head of hair. not uh, that much fuller but i you know i know what you're saying i see what you're saying but so then all of a sudden yeah when you go back to the beginning, you're frustrated because you don't know which direction to go. Mm-hmm. But then when you go back to the beginning, you start fresh. You take a deep breath, mm-hmm. you know, just kind of like the old adage, woo sigh. Right? Right. You just kind of. What like, is that word? Woo sigh. What is that? I don't know. It was, it was <laughs> one of those movies. You are you know? really it was with Will Smith and uh, uh, Martin Lawrence. You he was are like, smoke and mirrors sometimes. Right. So you have to go back to I the beginning it. and then you can relax <laughs> and breathe. <laughs> I'm telling the truth here. You are. I know. Look, I don't. And that's what you know. Here, you're, and let me let me take is, you. Let me take you to this place. And that's right. what I believe is good about this lockout, right? Everybody oh, be is careful, able, man. Don't say good about the lockout. Be look, careful. I don't want your words no, 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 to be no. misconstrued. My, my words will not be misconstrued. Well, anytime one 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 a player says this is what's good about the lockout, it never. I don't want you to. I, let me I'm, tell you I'm, this. This is me looking out for you here. You can look out for me. Rich. Oh, I'd say what you want to say, Dahani. I just I try. All I'm just saying. For I tried. Pe- for, right now, you're strolling around your parking structure. You better people, you better bring this home for the people that are affected mm. by jobs. Yes. It's terrible. Correct. For the fans, it's terrible. Okay. People love and adore the game of football. Of course. Yet for the players, yeah. it gives time to let notice that this game is not forever and that any moment it could stop. Mm-hmm. So now it's time to reevaluate your other passions, your other ways of thinking, your other callings, and truly go back to the beginning. Because if you're not focusing on things that are outside the game and only obsessing about what's happening in football and the fact that there's a lockout going on, you'll drive yourself mad. You'll try to hold everything together with all your might, realizing that it's out of your complete control, that you're not a lawyer, you're not in the room, and ultimately, you're not writing the CBA, and ultimately, you're not going to be able to unlock the doors, right? So find your calling, whether it be travel. Find your calling, whether it be playing the game of tennis. Find your calling, whether it be in business. I don't care what it is. Mm -hmm. Find that of which is outside the game of football that makes you feel good so that when you come back to the game of football, you're just as fresh as when you left because ultimately— if you concentrate and obsess about the game while the lockout is occurring, you'll burn yourself out. And by the time you get back to the game, you won't even be able to play because ultimately your mind is messed up. So, yes, I will I will be all in the subject of right. the lockout is in some respects good for athletes. It's good for the players. Now, like I said before, mm-hmm. bad for the people that no, have jobs. I, no, I understand Because people that. have families. People have to put food on the table. Of course. Um, no, the, I, I, the world, I, I, look, the United yeah. States, mm-hmm. USA, the world— in a lot of respects, people need to live vicariously through our abilities on the field, right? Oh, people in the stands well, are playing the game. About. That's what sports is all about. Yeah. But sometimes the players need to live vicariously and have their space so that they can become more fresh. Well, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. And, and again, I need, to, I need to be more wired like you because my job is obsessing about the game through this lockout. I'm going crazy. 
I mean, I'm going back. Yeah, but you just got back from vacation. You weren't even hanging out with me the other day. No, it's called a day off. It's called a day off. Oh, a day off? You're obsessing about the game of football? You need a day off? It's called a day off. I remember seven years ago when you never took a day off. I know. You never took a day off. You were here. That's called from 7 a.m. in life. You were here from 7 a.m. to 7 a.m. Matter of fact, I think you slept. No, I never slept here. I think you slept here. I've never once slept here. I've never once slept here. I've never once slept at NFL Network. Never once overnight. But. I, I of course even when for I'm not here, even when I'm not here, I'm obsessing about this game. If, if there is no football, I think Sports Illustrated even wrote like 100 things that would happen if there's a lockout. One of them was like Rich Eisen would melt down to nothing <laughs> or something. It's true. I, if, if I work for NFL, the, I talk about the NFL. If there well, is let me no ask NFL, you a question. What will I do? I don't. While you're not, I mean, this, I mean, you're not obsessing about football. Indonesia and play whatever sport you did. While you're not obsessing about the game of football, what do you think about? And your children mm-hmm. and your wife. And family don't count. Mm. Wow. See, this my wife always tells me this. I need a cause. I need a cause. Bowtie cause. Mm. Bowtiecause.org. You're too much. Let me ask you football questions before you start wait, delving wait, no, into no, no. my I, wa- I want to answer to my question. What do I think about? No. Yeah, what do you think about? What do I think about? What do you obsess about besides the game of football? Uh, and, of course, your, my podcast, your family. I mean, no. I mean, none of this my, in my, here. My, none of this counts at all. None of this counts. What are you? Th- what are you talking about? No, no, about? no, no. Wait, wait. This is my question to you. What do you mean? What do I think about? What do you think about? The world or what something are the other like that. Dimensions to Rich Eisen outside of NFL Total Access starts right now, or NFL I, I podcast. Mean, Rich Eisen starts right now. But you said other than my career You're and my family, what do I think about? You know, I feel like Larry King right now. I'm just no, really seriously. trying to get no, this. No, no, no. You just said basically out of my outside of my career yes. and my family. Yes. What do I think about? What else do you think about? What else do you think about? No, this is a question. Because I'd love you. to know. I don't have an answer. I think about VMG Creative. I think about Creative Agency. I, I think about You're brand t- that's identity. Business. Brand. That's business. No, no. This that's is business. about player development. I think about the effects of the young players that are coming into the league and the, the but awareness that is business. That's business. I think about travel. Right? I think about travel. I, think I would about love to. Calls. By the way, I would now, love wait, wait, to travel. Right. I would now, love look, to travel right now. I've given you two you travel with my three-year-old and my three-month-old. You go I, curling in, in in Myanmar or whatever you're doing with my kids. You go do that. You go do that and see I'm how much you how much, how you much your chi is settled. You, you know, go what? Do I will that. take your kids on a vacation if that's what I have to do in order to find help you. You go find try that. The other things you think outside your family. Do you have do you have kids outside of NFL Network? Do you have a wife and children? I don't have a wife and children, but I have two nieces. You wouldn't be able to do this with a I would be able child. to do it though. No chance. I, I believe no you know chance. What? If you have a wife this? and a child, you and can two go to children, other countries. You do not fly around the You're world. Ridiculous. You do not fly around the world and write a book about finding yourself there are on other a mountain. Countries, there are other cultures. There are Dahani, other people. Dahani, when are you coming home? Villages and the two kids are screaming. There are Get off the mountain, Dahani. And bringing their children and traveling and not. Disorder. You would pick up the phone when you spot. got down from the mountain, Dahani. You have twelve new va- voicemail. No, because my children and, and my family would be from me. your wife saying, "They'll be with me." No, you're and not now, taking, you're and taking now your four-month-old down the formula. So down the road, the formula, I need information, Rich, and the crib. You're taking that to take, Ireland to go, crib. to go. My child will sleep on the ground alongside with me. No. I don't need a crib. No. See, you and I need diapers. I would bring a cloth and I would wash it in the river. You and I have different lifestyles. I need to know what are you passing out outside the game of football. Dog rescue. Dog rescue. You like. That? How about that dog hey, rescue? It took how long was that? Because like I don't want to. Was that twenty minutes cares? to get to dog I, rescue? Cares. All you had to say is nobody cares. Who cares? I like Lassie. That's all you had Who to cares? say. Who cares? I care. You care what? What uh, I care what, what I, you're what, passionate about out the, outside the game of football and your family, and I also care mm. about 
what other guys in terms of player development are passionate about. You've inspired me football. to leave my wife and child. No, I don't and want go you to leave your wife and child. I want you to myself. take your wife, your lovely wife, your you lovely children. You know my children, wife. You know, you know my wife. I want you to take your Come lovely on. wife, your lovely children, your lovely dog. I want you to pack them up. I want you to take them around a trip around the world. You want to pay for Forget that? about the diapers. <laughs> Get rid of the cell phone. <laughs> right. I don't care. Rich, Forget about separate the diapers. yourself. Yeah. Separate yourself. Dude, how long? I want long, you to find your car in the What was your longest flight? What was your longest flight? Ever or, or on the show? Period, period, period. Oh, so on the show, on the show. I was Give in Lebanon. I actually, I purposely. How was your longest flight? Twenty-two hours. Twenty-two. Do you know how long it is to spend twenty-two hours with a three-year-old and amazing. a three-month-old? That is amazing. Just surrounded by all of his toys and videos. Do you know how long it right is? Now. No, because you don't understand. Is twenty-two hours. It is. Are you kidding it is me? Quite clear to so me that he is losing all of his hair right well, now. Oh, that's true. That's true. Rich, 22, let me tell you hours. 22 hours dude, with no a child idea. would be amazing. Oh, dude, you have no freaking idea. Well, let me get your kids about. for a week. How about your that? Your mouth is, no, dude. You, I'll t- oh, tell my. Susie. I'll take the kids for a week. I'll take them on a trip. <laughs> take them on trips. Oh, my God. Rich, do you need water? Oh, he, my he's God. sweating. I, I am absolutely in cannot believe what, what, what your mouth is moving. Have I seen you stutter ever before? You just I'm not did, stuttering. Right? I'm not stuttering. You're so full I will of it. take the kids you are so for a week. Full of it. Dude, I'm not I don't full want of it. you to have this my children. This is what I, I want to be around my children. I understand. That is what I am you know doing. I am this, finding myself this, a new part of myself through fatherhood. It's an incredible thing. I never absolutely. thought and I, I would do you some of this stuff. Find yourself. I had a half-hour conversation about my pool being drained with my three-year-old son today. And that is half-hour conversation. It was great. I wouldn't miss that for the world. I wouldn't go running around the world. You could have a half-hour conversation with a three-year-old about the baobab trees in Senegal. And you know, he would say, "I want to go watch Lightning McQueen in cars." That's what he would say. But your child would also talk about my black car that you bought me from Target. That's what he would say. Yeah, but that's what we were talking about. To talk about, we can also teach our children about the wonders of the world. I cannot wait till you get Strap married. Up and let's I cannot go. wait till you till you finally settle down. You find yourself, okay? You finish with your career and you settle down with a with a wonderful woman, and you have as many children as you possibly can. And they're all traveling with me. I hope you are. You know why? Because I I'm going to fly. I hope you are Philip Rivers prolific with your with your wife in terms of children. <laughs> I hope you have as many children as you possibly want. Then you come back to me and you tell me if I'm right or wrong, and if I'm stuttering or sweating. <laughs> You tell me, okay? You cannot tell me that I could just go do what you're doing. And God bless you for doing that with your spare time. I've seen Good people for do you. it. That's what I've I'm saying. I've seen people do it. I we know people do it. We have now come officially full I've circle. traveled all around the world, and I have witnessed it. I bear witness to it. Now, I may not have talked about it in the sportsman. I have not talked about it, but those are some of the unexpected lessons that I've learned right. around my sports odyssey. We have come full circle in this conversation, which is the ultimate message of me telling you, good for you. You go on with your bad self, Dahani Jones. Go on. Do you should have been there thing. in karaoke last night. You could have sang that. Oh, uh, dude. I, I, I crushed karaoke. I crushed karaoke last night. I am, Seriously, I would take you down in a karaoke. No, song. you would not. Is this another wager? What's your what is your what Purple is your Rain? go-to song? Purple Rain. Dude, come on. You're probably terrible at Purple Rain. Oh, I'm absolutely fantastic at Purple Rain. And I'm great at my way, Frank Sinatra. Oh, and I'm great at you that. You have Frank no Sinatra. idea. Oh, and I'm no, great no, 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 no. That's uh, I'm great that's at uh, like, sitting on the dock dude, of the bay. It is just, Otis Redding. Dude, you have no idea. I would come on. Just what stop. song do you want to sing right just now? Stop. I can't. We can't because we don't own the song. Okay, fair enough. It would cost. It would really blow the budget of this if we actually sang a song. It's right called now. Erica. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> All right, you have you have you have proceeded to blather your way out of not answering tough Bengals questions. I'm not, so it's too much. It's too much. Go ahead, ask me about Bengals real quick. Not real quick. Do you have to run? No, I don't have anywhere mm-hmm. to go. 
I'm, uh, I, I don't by know the way, I did not mean the word blather. I, I'm sorry about the use of the word blather. I apologize. Okay? It's fair. It's fair. It's fair. Okay. Uh, Carson Palmer. Is he he's done? not coming back. He's done. What happened? What happened, man? Was there one situation where he just? I don't think it was one situation. a locker room, or what happened? It wasn't one situation. It was a culmination of time, and I'm sure disagreements. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure there was a lot more to what's been presented, mm-hmm. but he doesn't want to come back. It's done. His brother referred his... to him as his former teammates. Mm-hmm. His brother's having workouts with the receivers as he is presented on the list as the starting quarterback, and you got Dalton, his, and you have his brother, his brother could be presenting the negotiating front for, for his brother right now. No, I don't think that's the case at all. Okay. And I think, do you agree? Last with... time I talked to Carson, I think he called me from, you know, on his way to go surfing. You know, he's when just, was this? He, when was this? It's a while ago. He, okay. You know, he's in, he's in a different place right now. He he's ready to move on. He's but move he, on, he's move, not, on he's not, move on, move on. Like he 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 will tap out. He will really tap out. He or does he want? Or does he want to get to a better place in his? Professional he will do career. whatever is necessary in order to remove himself from the situation that he's in at this moment. And I think you know, Mike Brown is of that same sort of circumstance. He's mm-hmm. sitting there saying. Good on you. If that's what you're going to do, then this is what I have to do. And they're kind of at this mm. that this deadlock, this standstill. Uh, do you or do you agree with Cedric Benson and Tank Johnson? He shouldn't come back. That if he, yeah, I don't know if you if you were tra- traipsing around if, the Car- globe. If Carson, could, Cedric Benson and Tank Johnson both said if this is his stance that he doesn't want to be there and he's he selling his back. house, then we don't want him back. He shouldn't come back in because it would be if tough for him to come back. If he ever came back, it would be tough for him to look everyone in the eyes and say, "I want to be with you." He, Someone told me the other day, mm-hmm. be committed. If that's what you want to do, then do that. And he's been saying that, so he will do yeah, that. Now, who's dancing around now? I'm not dancing around anything. Do you think he could come back into that locker room if he just says, you know what? I thought about it. I found my chi. I read Dehani Jones's book. I, I, I went around the garage, and I found my car. I want to come I don't back think to Cincinnati. Point, Cedric Benson said, essentially, he can't do that now. I think that the teammates would look at him and say, if that's something that you committed to and you don't want to come back, then don't come back. Would you be fine with him walking back in the locker room? It would be a conversation. Um, hmm. Because I'm a free agent, I can't necessarily say that. Uh, but nice. I would have a conversation with him and say, if this is something that you really want to do and this is what you're going to stand by, then do that. Don't dance around and go back and forth. So if I was still on the team yes, and I want to come back to the team, mm-hmm. I would go out there. I would sit with him and say, look, Carson, you can't keep talking back and forth and saying you don't want to come back. And then but he ultimately... knows that, though. I mean, I think he would know so, and that, I think though. I think Carson's mature enough to make that, that decision. And he's said enough to, to – um, he's said enough and he's put himself in that said, position. He said essentially that he, he cannot do it. And you're saying he can. You're saying he can because you have a conversation and you can work it out. He said essentially he can't do it. No, I think people can work it out if they really want to. But when you – when you're in a position like Carson is mm-hmm. and you have the leadership capability as you do and people believe in what you say, then if you do say something, you have to stand by it and stick by it because that's what people have known you to be. So I think he I, – I don't think necessarily that he can't. Right. I think that he won't because that's what he believes in. There are plenty of people that have declared this is what I'm going to do and the ultimate came back. You know, Lord Favre's done it millions of times. So it's not to say that you can't do it. Yeah, People but he didn't done see, he said I just don't know if I want to play football anymore. Period. He didn't say I want to play football for the Packers anymore because of the X Y and Z that he's never really as Carson has not um communicated, he hasn't verbalized it. Trust me, he is number 1 of anybody as far as I'm concerned right now. The number 1 interview to get right now in the NFL is Carson Palmer and he's shutting it down. He's not talking to anybody. Go go down there and find find him in the water. 
I don't know if I'm, 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 you know, I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I don't think about surfing outside of football and family, <laughs> Dahani. What about Ocho? What about Ocho? I mean, he is absolutely blowing up his coach on Twitter, saying that he's the bull that he was riding. He's going to name him Marvin because he, because everything that comes out of Marvin is BS. I mean, and it's funny, and everything he does is entertaining. He's a funny guy, but he when it's all understands. said and done, it's all said and done. Can he coexist with the Bengals? Do you think when business he's been opens doing up it again, since he's, he's I know, been there. but he's never really he's never really done this though. I mean, I he's think, called his coach a, a BS artist. I think he's artist. called. I, I think that's he's never said, happened. Called and acted in the same way that he's always been, and he still will continue to do so because that's part of who Chad is. Who changed their name? I know that changing your name is different who from calling out name? your coach and saying he's BS. He's called out the coach saying, before. He's called out the coach before. He's called out players before. I mean, Chad is his own entity. That's what Chad. That's who Chad is. So a business opens up. He puts on the Bengals uniform again. No, no problem. Andy Dalton's throwing to him. No problem. Andy Dalton's throwing to him. Or Jordan Palmer. Mm-hmm. Not sure about that. But what do you mean you're not sure about? I wish did. that's a nice look. You were like, you don't think Jordan Palmer could be the no, starting Jordan, quarterback? No, for the, for Jordan Palmer is not the answer. Absolutely not. If Jordan Palmer is deemed the answer, would you go back to the team? I concern myself with defense, not offense. Uh, I would look at the oh, offense, okay. yeah. and I would question. I would question the decision. Absolutely. Okay. Carson, uh, Car- I mean Carson, mm-hmm. great quarterback. Jordan, I'm not sure he he's got it. Okay. All right. Uh, is that clear, or do you want me to make no, it clear? That is, that's crystal, as the crystal as, clear? as they said in a uh, few good men. That's crystal. Crystal. That's crystal. Clear. That is. So when I go the, back, the that's sport- the question. I like Cincinnati. I know and I like the team. Okay. I stay in the you, city. Now you're asking and answering your own questions. You, yeah. Of course you'd go back, right? You'd love to. For a 12th season? Would it be 12? It'd be 12. Wow, man. A dozen years in the NFL. Oh, last question. What are you hearing about the old alma mater? The you great like University of Michigan? Yeah, what are you hearing? I heard, I, I've heard nothing about Brady Hope Brady is doing a phenomenal Brady job. Brady came on the podcast uh, of several months ago when he first got the gig, and uh, I loved him. He sounded like Bo. He, sound, he has like that whole Bo attitude. He's close. He's personal with the players. Yeah. Guys love him, you know. He is. He represents Michigan. Was he, well. was he on? Was he on the staff when you were there? Yeah, he so was there. He was the D line coach. D line right? coach, yeah. exactly. He was D line coach. Greg Madison was, was the, the defensive coordinator, coordinator was he and Lloyd again? Carr was the head coach. Yeah, man, I miss Lloyd. Isn't that interesting? How I the tables turned? Worst way. I miss Lloyd. Lloyd. Is great. And you just got. But I got to be honest. I got to be honest with you though. Just to let you know, when Appalachian State beat us, I was so ticked. I'm like, it's I time think the to turn the page. Was upset. I know. I was talking like it's time to turn the page. And then and then and then and then Lloyd leaves. Right. Rich Rod comes in, standing on the sidelines. Lloyd spreads out the offense, saying it in his last game, basically saying, "You think I'm a dinosaur?" Spreads out the offense with Chad Henney, whips Urban Meyer in the bowl game, and on his way out the door. Laughing. Whips, laughing, laughing. I know. All right, so that's this, how Michigan does it. So you're saying we're going to be good? Good with what? If we're going to be good in the fall, that would be good. There's definitely going to be football. There's too many people's lives there. Well, I was still. talking Michigan football, but I appreciate you going lockout on me there. So we're going to be good in Michigan football. The University of Michigan. Okay, I like it. Will okay be back? Uh, is everyone's back. giving me. Everyone's, giving me, everyone's giving me the rap sign right now. So in in the. Where we gotta go in the, in the two minutes we have remaining? We, there's other there's other shows that have to be done here. Fair in enough. The, in the two two minutes we have remaining, let's promote everything since we need that time. You want me to do that? No, I'll do it. The okay. sportsman, how tackling sports around the globe made me a better athlete, a better man, and a true citizen of the world. Have a have a have a have a longer title, by the way. 
uh, Dahani Jones. This book is available in bookstores right now and on Amazon. It's available in bookstores and Amazon. Good for yep. you, bro. This is great. And you wrote it with Jonathan Grotenstein. Is that how you pronounce it right? Grotenstein. Grotenstein. Great um, guy. At Dahani Jones on Twitter. At Dahani, at Dahani Jones on Twitter. Where can we find the bow ties? Where can we find the bow ties? You can find the bow ties at uh, org, mm-hmm. And you can find my uh, creative agency, vmg-creative.com. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, you can find me, dahanijones.tv. Yeah, good you. Good for you, Dahani Jones. Your pleasure. Thank you. Your pleasure. It's always fascinating talking with you. Dahani Jones, maybe of the Cincinnati Bengals. Certainly, if Jordan Palmer is coming back, definitely not of the Cincinnati Bengals, if I read into that. Joining me here on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Thrilled to now have on the Rich Eisen podcast the star of the movie Zookeeper that's coming to a theater near you July 8th. You loved him in King of Queens for years. Uh, Mall Cop, Paul Blart, Mall Cop. He is a big time Jet fan. Thrilled to have on the Rich Eisen podcast, Kevin James. How are you, Kevin? I'm doing good, buddy. How you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Doing fantastic. Are you like me, just champing at the bit, hoping football comes back like tomorrow? Oh, oh. you know what? I honestly, I, I just literally, this is me. I, I watch the workouts when I see them do some workouts, <laughs> and I, and I get a little video of that. I just play it back. That might be a little bit of me trying to inspire myself to get off the couch as well. But yes, yes. There's a little it, bit it, of personal issues in that exactly, respect. Exactly. Exactly. A lot of a lot of personal issues tied into that. But it is nice to see them. Uh, doing that, and then and, and hopefully they, they come to terms. Who's your favorite Jet of all time, Kevin? Wow, that's a good question. I'm a big, big Emerson Boozer fan. Nice. That's uh, old school. There. Oh, gosh, I went old school with the Matt Snell and the, uh, I mean, I, 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 you know, Freeman McNeil was huge for me. Yeah. I was a running back in, in, in that, high school and right? college. Yeah. What sort of, and, what uh, sort of game did you have? I was a, we 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 were a, like uh, I formation mm-hmm. tailback four six four forty time <laughs> yeah. by the way nice which is not bad for me with flat feet running uh, in, in in high school not bad dude four six though, four what, is fantastic four six four I got time clocked at and uh, that was it yeah I was I was a straight ahead I was a strong runner I didn't have a lot of uh, a lot of moves and then I uh, went to uh, this is when you realize the dream is kind of over. When you suck at Division Three football <laughs> at SUNY Cortland, it is time to make people laugh. <laughs> you yeah, you got to change it up. It's time for a vocation. Change. Yeah, there's no Division Four or Division. Yeah, That's, if, if there was, I would have shined. I would have been great. <laughs> Division Three and a half. That was your level of talent. I needed that. SUNY when Cortland. Yeah, when people are crushing you at SUNY Cortland and they're better than you, you go, all, all right, right time, to, time to reevaluate. Right. So, yeah, Freeman, Freeman McNeil, was, he was fantastic. I mean, that was the I Richard Todd era. Bruce Harper. Yes. Remember him? Klecko, the, the Klecko, New York Sack Exchange. That, that yeah. was the, with I that. mean, there was so much great greatness Ab- there. Yeah, Gastineau and Abdul uh-huh. Salam, all those guys. That was, yeah. What was it like watching the Jets last two years for you, Kevin, get so it, close to the Super Bowl last two years and then fall short? It's incredibly exciting. It's painful, you know, because you, you, you get so close. And, and, mm-hmm. and you just it's – like, it's like when you can see that giant sandwich and you, you just can't have it yet. <laughs> but I got to be honest, uh, I feel confident. I feel, you know, as long as we don't lose any receivers and, mm-hmm. and uh, this team is – you know, Sanchez is, is maturing and uh, I, I really feel like it's in our grasp and we can grab it at any time now. It feels like it's, you know, for the first time – 
uh, I feel confident. You know, I feel better about them than I do my Mets. Put it that way. Yeah. You know, I, I honestly do. I feel really good. Like this could happen. Well, I mean, being confident and using sandwich analogies in expressing yes. your confidence sounds very Rex Ryan like. I must admit that sounds yes. that sounds just like your head coach there, Kevin. If it, I, and I feel good about that. You know, uh, you know, I, I can tell he's a, a, a look a guy who who has a, a bit of a gut and 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 kind of <laughs> I can relate to. I can relate to that he's an emotional eater. He, <laughs> he, 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 uh, which which shows passion for his players, and I get that. I get that when you lose, you immediately hit a McDonald's or you go somewhere. You know, you got you got to you got to fill that void. You got to get yeah, the you got to fill the void. Which means, look, if it didn't bother you, and he was one of these guys who's just in great shape, it doesn't bother him. Mm-hmm. That would that would worry me. Now I'm really worried because you don't even care that your team just lost and you got so close, and you're you know, no, 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 no. Yeah, you got to you got to battle it. Somebody who needs to seek solace in a Snickers is, exactly. is what you're looking for in a head coach. That's it. Basically. Now I know you care. So by eating, <laughs> you're showing me you care. You have feelings. Yeah, I, yeah. Because I mean, it's for the Jets to make it so close two straight years. That's never happened. And 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 the quarterback is young. He's he's not even 25, and he already that's, has more road playoff wins or playoff wins period than any quarterback in team history. This this could be the best time ever to be a New York Jet fan. I don't want to jinx it. I know. That's what I feel like. I feel like that's why, you know, that's the only thing giving me solace where I'm not, I'm not that upset about it. I mm-hmm. mean, I, it, believe me, the, the, the games we lost, I, I, and when we were out of it, we were out of it. I was crushed that day. But it's, it's, it's an overall, uh, you know, overall feeling of, you know what, we're going to be in it for the next few years. You know, it's like I feel like we got a good team, and if we can just kind of put together the right configuration, we're going to get there. Tell me about Zookeeper. What do you like about uh, it? It's it's I'm so psyched about it because it's a it's a big movie for everybody to go see, man. And, and it's not just a kiddie movie too, because a lot mm-hmm. of people think it's just for kids. And uh, you can bring your kids. You can feel comfortable about bringing your kids. But it's for everybody. We have everybody in this movie. We got Stallone. I got Sandler in this thing. Oh. I got. Uh, even we got directors. We got John Favreau and Judd Apatow is in this thing. We got uh, Cher. Uh, Nick Cher. Nolte plays my buddy. Nick Nolte is my buddy. Yeah, Cher's in it. Um, what was it like working with Nick Nolte? Oh, he's what was the that best. Like? You know, he he comes into you know he, he he voices the grill. We couldn't work with the real gorilla, obviously, yeah. for obvious reasons. <laughs> so Nick is psyched about doing this. He comes in, and I've never met a better actor. Man, the guy is just he's he's locked. He he, he played for us. Mm-hmm. I'm not kidding. I think it was 45 minutes of just gorilla sounds on an old tape recorder for us to hear. And he was asking me if, you know, should I be a lowland gorilla or a mountain gorilla? And I'm like, you know what? It's just an, it's an animal movie. We can have fun. You know, how about actor's choice? Just yeah. go with it. Just go. But we had, we had to listen to these, 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 these noises from gorillas that I, I, I could, it sounded like furniture moving. I didn't even know right. what it was. Or it could be an outtakes from 48 hours, you know, from what, exactly. <laughs> you know, it, it was. But he was so committed, man. He was so committed to getting this thing down. I'm sure his this the stories he told on the set have to be priceless, right? I mean, this he, guy's been he, at well, it he forever. Just, he's he's seen it all. He's done it all, and and he's just a, he's a he's a very cool cat. He was great, and and that's what I loved that he was he was willing to jump in with both feet now and they, just they, attack it. They play the animals just so yeah. Uh, virtually everybody you just you just mentioned Sandler, Cher, they play they play one of the animals that you're the zookeeper Stallone, for. Stallone plays the lion. He's married to Cher. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sandler plays a capuchin monkey, the little monkey. Uh, <laughs> 
uh, Nolte plays uh, Bernie, who is uh, my, the gorilla, who is my best friend. He, he becomes like a buddy of mine in the movie. We 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 go out and have the night of our lives, mm-hmm. and we wreck it. We wreck it. TGI Fridays. We go crazy. Um, and uh, there's uh, Maya Rudolph plays the giraffe. I got Jim Brewer as the wolf. Nice. I got Boss Rutten, who's a, an MMA fighter, as a, as a wolf. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I, Jim Brew is a crow, mm-hmm. and it, it's just a great, great group of people, man. It's fun. Uh, and Favreau, John Favreau and Faison Love play bears. And did you have any animal issues in this film? Did you did you yeah. cross, a, uh, uh, I guess, a, a lemur or something in the wrong I way did. at some I, point? You know or? what? I had to shampoo a, a big wolf, and I was not happy about that. And there could be nobody else. The trainer, he's just, the wolf was looking at this trainer off, off camera, which is a ways off, and everybody is about 30 yards away from me. I'm shampooing this thing. And it just turns around and looks at me like, you know, I don't even know who the heck you are, buddy. And and it was kind of, I, I got I, I think I, I wet myself a little bit that day. I honestly did. It was bad. And you know what? I'm not kidding. The the wolf uh, trainer guy comes in and, and he and he got mad at me. He says, your nervous energy is upsetting the wolf. And I was like, oh, geez, I'm sorry. But I, sorry, wolf guy. Yeah. I'm sorry, because I, I assume this yeah. was the first wolf you've ever attempted to shampoo. Exactly. Exactly. You're going to have so he, the jitters. I mean, that's just—it's yeah, human nature. And by the way, and by the way, if we're going to—if the goal is to lower my nervous energy, let's not tell me that it's—it's—it's it's, it's upsetting <laughs> the wolf. <laughs> That's all, yeah, it's just a vicious cycle at that point. Yeah, you got, exactly. It's not going to help. It's not going to help anybody. Not at all. <laughs> and uh, our good friend of the, this program, Nick Bakai, uh, he, he wrote it, right? Wrote, Did he write yep, it or he, co-write it with you? Or? He co-wrote with me and 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 Rock Rubin and uh, he is the best. And Todd Garner also helped tremendously, he's and he's a good just man. He's, He's a he's, good man. Nick Bakai is the greatest. Yeah, he's he's awesome. He's writing on already working on our uh, our next one. Is that, that right? Uh, yeah, valet oh. guys, it's called, and we're going to hopefully shoot it down in Miami, Sandler and I, and it's going to be a lot of fun, hopefully. Valet so we'll guys. Get that going. Are we breaking entertainment news on my podcast? Is that possible, or I don't know? You know what? It was listed out there, and, and Sandler's not definitely locked in yet, okay. because we, we, we just got the script to him, and uh, we, we want to work together, and we're finding out now, but... Uh, yeah, I, I want to do it, and it looks like we're going to be going down to Miami to shoot it. And, uh, and Nick Bakai uh, is is crushing it, so I we're having it. some fun. I like beating Maria Menounos at her own game. Yes. So if I'm breaking yes. any entertainment news here, this is big for my podcast, Kevin. I You're appreciate that. You're doing good, that. Eisen. You're doing good. <laughs> Thank you very much. So Zookeeper opens the theater near you July 8th, and yes. uh, and everyone should go see it, essentially. Absolutely, man. It's going to be a lot of fun, I promise. I appreciate the time, Kevin, and good luck to you and your Jets, and I hope Hope, uh, I hope you come back on this podcast or any 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 show on the network very soon to talk about your your jet Absolutely, championship. Absolutely, Rich, you're the best, buddy. Thank you. Thanks. Same to you. That's Kevin James on the Rich Eisen podcast. All right, let's now turn to one of the greatest recording artists out there. He is uh, on a 50 date summer tour with none other than Sade. He's nine time Grammy Award winner. Welcome back to the Rich Eisen podcast, John Legend. How are you, John? I'm well. How are you, Rich? I'm doing fine. You're just your your summer tour starts. Uh, we started June 16th in Baltimore, and uh, we just played Toronto last night, and tomorrow we're playing in Montreal. So, what is it? What is life like for you during uh, a tour like this one? Well, mainly I'm just focused on putting on a good show every night. So uh, everything else kind of falls to the side. Uh, focus on being the best singer I can be, making sure the band is tight making sure we uh, 
got the set right, and uh, then going out there and delivering for the crowd every night. Do you get the jitters still? No, I don't get jitters. But, uh, you know, I get excited. I get excited about going out there. I get excited about uh, trying to give the fans the best of me every night. And, uh, you know, that's exciting for me. But no, I'm not going to be nervous. Okay, uh, is there is there one song of yours, John, that you like playing live as opposed to the studio version? Oh uh, man, I mean, I prefer live just about uh, to everything because uh, because uh, live you just get the interaction, you get the that uh, connection with the fans. I can actually sing more powerfully live than I do uh, in the studio. Or at least it comes out more powerfully. Um, and uh, I love it. I think every song of mine sounds better live. <laughs> and you're touring with Sade. How did you get uh, fixed up with Sade or vice versa? Well, um, her people reach out to us. Um, you know, there have been talks between her agents and my agents. And uh, I don't know how these things all, always work, you know, in the behind the scenes. But as soon as it got to me uh, and I heard that it was possible, I said, I would love to do that. And uh, and then it's just a matter of working out all the the finer points and the details and making sure everybody gets paid what they want to get paid and everybody's happy. <laughs> and uh, we worked all that out, and uh, now we're on the road. Is there somebody that you'd like to tour with? Is there somebody out there that uh, you know you've uh, from from your past or present day that you'd like to 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 go out and tour with? Because I'd I'd love to be able to take well, credit that I fixed you up with this idea. I don't really focus on that. Really, I focus on. Uh, what kind of music I want to make. And then I think making the best music for myself creates opportunity where I have all the choices that I need. So um, I would love to be headlining my own arena tour next year. Um, I've never headlined an arena before uh, on a consistent basis. So, uh, you know, I want to put myself musically and career-wise in that position. And then uh, I'll be figuring out who, who I would love to open for me. But, you know, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, who, who do you need me to, to contact? I can l- let me try to make this happen, John. I mean, this is, this is seriously, this is an outrage that uh, that you you're you haven't headlined in that respect. Uh, I mean, you're you're one of the best. Let me well, let, let me head- lots of great venues and of course. And amphitheaters around the country. Sure. The next level for me is headlining an arena, and uh, that's where I would like to be next year. I know some people who at Staples. I can I can put in a call <laughs> if you, if you want, John. No, no, of course. Listen, uh, listen, let let me handle that. Let me handle that. I know you've got a whole bunch of agents and managers. That's just the way I roll because of the amount of uh, enjoyment you've given me. It's my way of giving back, you know, John. I appreciate it. How's the lockout affecting you? I know, wouldn't you right around now start scouring scouring for your fantasy draft right around now, John? You know, for some reason, I'm the eternal optimist, and I always think that they're going to figure this out shortly, and it'll only be a minor hiccup in my fall TV viewing schedule. <laughs> and I'll, hopefully, I'm right, and uh, you know, and and uh, that happens. No, of course, I agree with you, but because I know you're a fantasy football player. Um, yeah. Normally, wouldn't you right now sort of be paying attention to who's been traded and who's not in the off season to try and get ready for your fantasy draft? Yeah, I would be. You know, last year was my first fantasy year, actually, so uh, I was never uh, an avid fantasy guy before, but I got really into it last year, so I'm going to do it again this year. 
But uh, everything's in limbo regarding that. I so know. I guess it, it makes me focus on my tour even more. <laughs> how did yeah? How did you how did you turn out in fantasy football last year? How'd you do in your first fantasy I football? I actually did really well. Uh, I was tied for first place after the playoffs, and I lost because I lost the tiebreaker. Um, oh. Whatever the first tiebreaker was, uh, but uh, I did very well, especially for somebody who was, you know, in their first year doing it. Who was on John Legend's fantasy football team last year? Oh man, uh, my quarterback was Aaron Rodgers. I heard that helps. Um, and my receivers uh, were um, Mr. Johnson down in Houston, and uh, that helps. Who else? Wow, no wonder. Uh, no wonder you made the playoffs. Just Roddy, Roddy White uh, from the Falcons. Man. And uh, I had a good squad. Um, my running backs were Cedric Vincent and Jamal Charles. And uh, I had some good guys. Yeah, I would suggest you keep all of them <laughs> if you're allowed to in your fantasy <laughs> team. <laughs> That's pretty good. Next yeah, it, was a, it, was a, it was a good fantasy year for me. And uh, um in the middle of the year, I picked up Jacob Tammy, which actually, I was watching the Colts play, I think it was a Monday night game. It was right after uh, Clark got hurt. And I was like, man, this, this Tammy guy is going to get a lot of catches. And I was right about that. And so I picked him up in the middle of the year. So I had a good tight end, too. Yeah, he was a waiver wire darling of last year, Jacob Tammy, in the middle of the fantasy league. Yeah, he did a good job. And what was your team? What's your team's name? Fantasy team name? Oh, I just called it Legends. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds good. That sounds great. Um, you, I know you're an Ohio State fan, right, John? Is that a true story? Yes, I am. Okay. You know, and I, for, at full disclosure, uh, I went to the University of Michigan. So, well, I'm sure you're, you're, feeling, you're feeling good right now. No, well, listen, I don't, I don't wish ill on others. I never do. <laughs> I'm like you in many ways. I take the high road. I'm classy, you know. <laughs> I try to do all that, but I, I, well, I do. You know, every school should be probably saying they're the for the grace of God go alive because I feel like these NCAA rules are so hard to enforce for the schools, so hard to keep everyone in your program clean, and uh, there's so many incentives for people to break the rules that, uh, you know, it could be your school next. Uh, you know what it was like when Chris Webber and the whole situation mm-hmm. went down for the basketball team. And, uh, you know, I think it's, these rules are difficult to maintain in an environment where these kids are, are enticed with all kinds of, you know, money and perks and all these other things and not getting paid to do what is essentially a prof- uh, almost a professional job. Uh, and uh, these rules are hard for the NCAA to maintain and hard for the schools to, uh, to uh, keep compliance. And so... It's been USC, it's been Ohio State, and I wouldn't doubt if, if the NCAA is doing their job and enforcing the rules, I wouldn't doubt it would be another major program soon. So do you do you think um do you do you think Ohio State just by doing what it's already done has paid its penance, or do you think that uh do you think that uh they're gonna get hit any harder? Well, let's think about it. You know, what they did I what I think is um, what's likely to happen is there'll be some kind of a vacation of the of last season because essentially what uh, Trestle did was he preserved their record last year by not reporting what 
um, he knew because he knew that if he reported what he knew, then he would lose his best players for you know a significant portion of last year. So what I think will probably happen is they'll figure out a way to account for that in the record keeping from last year. But other than that, I, I don't see any reason why they should penalize them anymore. Now, did, did I comport myself as a Michigan fan would or should, or did you expect me to, to stick the needle in on you a little bit? <laughs> you know, you, you're very fair and balanced. <laughs> now, I'm trying, I'm trying to be, I mean, I, I could say I stick the needle in much like a, at a tattoo parlor, but I didn't say that, John. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know? Uh, it's, it's funny, though, how trivial some of these infractions sound. And when you think about basically ruin a whole program over tattoos and, you know, small, really small perks in the scheme of things. Uh, you got to think these rules might need to change because it just feels like they're not necessary, they're not productive. And, you know, I don't know. It just doesn't seem like it's worth it. Well, it just it, – it just... Uh, obviously, the Big Ten's better when Ohio State's good, or if not great, and it's, I, I don't know. College football's better. Well, I don't, hold, hold on a minute now. I don't know about that. College football needs all of these programs to <laughs> That's be operating true. at their full potential. There's no question. And uh, we want USC to be good. We want, you know, Auburn, Ohio State, all these teams to, to be good. And like and Michigan. Throw good. Michigan in there, John. Come on now. Got to throw Michigan we in want, there. I want Michigan to be good. I would, I would love that game to be good. As important as it used to be. Um, it's true. That, that was like the thing to look forward to growing up as a kid. And, uh, you know, it hasn't lived up to its billing for a while. So, and, uh, and dude, no fault of the Buckeyes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> you had to get it in there, man. I like it. I like it. So uh, you're in the midst of this 50-date summer tour. Um, you'll be uh, at the Trump Taj Mahal in Atlantic City the weekend of July 4th. And for the full tour list, go to johnlegend.com backslash tour. You're going to be here in Los Angeles on the 18th, 19th, and 20th at Staples. I'm so looking forward to seeing you there, John. We'll see you there, Rich. I appreciate you calling into the podcast again. Be well. Take care. Thanks again, John. All right, now we finish up strong as we always do on this podcast with uh, the uh, darling of the podcast, the number one star of the podcast. That would be Kara Henderson. Oh, I thought it was going to be Michael Lombardi no, no, that you were introducing no, no. that way. No, no. Well, Michael Lombardi is 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 the star and the darling of Bill Simmons' podcast. <laughs> Not this one. He's on loan from, from the Sports Guys podcast. Uh, yeah, yeah, here on I love to be here, but she is Michael the darling. She is the darling. Of well, it. there's I, no question. They, they, by the because way, because I am true. the only female on here. Well, I don't know about that. I don't. I think it's what you bring to the table. Well, thank you. Which, which is, by the way, uh, a new um, topic uh, bar, if you will, a new heading of this, a new title of this segment. We used to. Call, I called it hot topics just to pull it out of the air, but it, it made your skin crawl because it reminded you of the of view. being on the view. I had right. a tryout on the view. That did, <laughs> didn't you had a tryout on the view, did you? Not? I did. Me and Michael Moore did not have. We did not see eye to eye, eye, to eye that so day. So you, did you? you my played... mom, who's here today, was there, and I think they were. They Your were mom's late. here today. She is, uh, and you know my mom for like twenty years. I you've know. known my mom from the Belmont racetrack. <laughs> By the way, that's where we all went. Your whole family. It doesn't. It doesn't sound right. Yeah, I'm, I know your mom from Belmont. That doesn't sound good. You guys were face. like hanging on the rail together, I need a, I need looking over. Fill, yeah, I need to fill in a blank right there. <laughs> Michael Moore, the TV, the, yeah. the movie maker. Did you know this? No, did she, I didn't yeah, know she this. Tried out oh, for the years ago. yeah. So wow. I, I was. Oh, it was. Oh Lord. 
So we had they had a two day tryout on the View, and they were looking to replace Lisa Lang, and they eventually did with Elizabeth Hasselbeck, who's been fantastic. And Michael Moore was one of the guests one day, and we had an argument to end all argument. I thought he was going to come over the table and strangle me, <laughs> and at the very end. When we were through arguing, I said, well, you know, we just brought you on here to give you a makeover, right? <laughs> and I said at the very end, and he literally wanted to sue me. Like, he was like, it was awful. So you did not have a sense of humor about that. And then the next line. block, I was like, here's Jason Mraz. <laughs> So the, the term hot topics, which is what they use on The View, it literally makes my skin crawl because it was just such a seminal moment. So the new name for this segment is? Let's be honest. Let's be honest. There you go. Let's be honest. Let's but you have to. Honest. But it has. Yeah, it has to have a little well, bit of that to well, it. Well, like, it's, it's different be ways. Like it's like let's be honest, or hey, let's be honest. Let's be let's, real. Uh, let's be honest. <laughs> let's be honest. Let's be honest. Because uh, you say that all the time. That's why you were. You said I it at one point times. this weekend, yeah, and I, I was say, like, "That's it." Let's be honest. I do say that a lot. So let's be honest. This this lockout ending. Ending. I was told reliably that we won't miss any games, that there may be a, a little bit of a preseason miss, but I think they're on track. What do you mean track. a preseason miss? Maybe one game of the preseason, but I think they're on track. Why? Why? Because, because I think this is a very complicated deal. And I think that the problem is when you and I were on that 24-hour show back in and March. Kara was freezing on the street corner <laughs> yes. in Washington. And she was in the street corner. <laughs> that, the deal should have been worked out there, but there was a perception at the time that the courts were going to handle a lot of this. And I think now that the courts have told both sides, you guys got to work it out, mm-hmm. that time is now squeezed down to where it's going to take a little bit more effort to get this deal done. The, the core issues are, uh, are very complicated. I was just thinking of this about this very topic uh, the other day. And the fact that, again, you were with uh, Albert Breer and Lock and Ford, Kara, out on the street corner and K Street or wherever it was. I thought I told you never to bring up my time in a street corner. <laughs> in Washington, D.C. Work in the corner. I know. I know. And you, it was me, you, Michael, and uh, Steve, Steve Weich yes. sitting on that set, basically holding vigil uh, on the day of uh, the certification, or as we were hoping, uh, another extension of, 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 of the deadline. And seeing how much work is going in, as Albert Breer keeps reporting on the air because everyone's wondering, like, why? and Florio's been hammering this on Pro Football Talk, too. Why, why are they just meeting for two days and breaking? Just stay in the room, order pizza, get the thing done when it's done. But Albert says for the number of – for each one hour that they've been meeting face-to-face, there's five hours of behind the scenes either right. uh, uh, caucusing within your own group or both sides going back and forth by a telephone call. I thought about all of this, that there was no shot this thing was getting done in March. None. Mm-hmm. Because none of this behind the scenes work was really going on. There was a right. lot of posturing. There was a lot of, as you said, the courts would handle it, that you know that, uh, that there was going to be inevitable suing both sides. I mean, there's no shot this thing. When you were standing on a street corner, Kara, and you and I were holding vigil back in March, this was going to get done. Because every deal only gets done to a deadline, and there is an essence But that of a de- was a deadline, though. Yeah, but I don't think the players, and I'm talking to the commissioner at the Super Bowl, I think the players never really felt like that was a true deadline because there was no game checks in March. There was nothing to be lost in March or April. Let the courts handle it. Now we're getting to the point where it is going to affect financially some of the people, owners and players, and I think that's the deadline, and I think that's causing the... The, the impetus to get moving on this thing very quickly and trying to get a very complicated deal done in a short amount of time. So when when Crystal Ball, give me, give me a date. Lock I've and always Ford said, gave me the 13th of July. I've always said the 15th. I've been pretty standard on that. I think this week, by the end of this week, and, and it's encouraging they're going to work through the 
through through Friday, which is a Fourth of July holiday, which most times you know people scatter to go to different places. So I they think didn't the, even work through that Friday that we were standing on the street yeah, corner. So. That's true. I, I think the opportunity <laughs> was right. missed at that point. I think that I think we should have probably have gone to another set of uh, extensions. But, but what would that have done, though? Because well, like I said, I mean, all of the work that we're seeing that's going on right now, it is so complicated that, that what, from all the reports that you try, you know, you try to put together all the different reports into one tapestry, one tableau uh, to try and get the, the concept of what's happening. And it seems they haven't even hit the revenue split yet. And it, for that, that's the end-all, be-all, right? I mean, Well, no, it, it's the revenue split plus the, the – every attached to this collective bargaining agreement is going to be revenue sharing amongst the owners. That's got to be a component. And I think the meeting a week ago where everybody came in and they basically just sat around and they talked and they updated the owners, I think that's the step that has to get worked. That's why you're negotiating with the players, but then Commissioner Goodell has to go back and negotiate with the owners and mm-hmm. how they're going to handle their own revenue split, which right. is attached to the deal. Some teams may like the revenue sharing. They'll vote for the deal. If they don't like the revenue revenue sharing, they may not vote for the deal. So he's got to carry those seven votes very carefully and make sure that they're in his pocket, that they don't wander away from him. Now, you're a former general manager. You've got contacts, carrier in touch with uh, a, a bevy of decision makers in the league. Window opens up. How crazy it's going to be? I, I don't think it'll be crazy right away because here's what's got to happen. Uh, you can't bring a rookie unless he has a contract to your camp. So you're going to have to have a period where you have some OTA days. And you're going to have to be able to bring Cam Newton to Carolina knowing that his contract is going to be very difficult to do in a matter of time. So you have these OTA days. He can participate without a contract. So I think we'll have a, a week of that, and then I think we'll finally get into it. And I think it'll be important for the rookies who are college free agents currently who mm. couldn't sign after the draft to get signed. And then we'll have a two-week free agency period. So I think the thing that's interesting to me is, like, these guys are all on vacation now, and they know it's their last week. Their last say. hurrah. Yeah. And sort you of like can tell the last they're, they're, on, they're on vacation, but they're all spinning. They're yeah. all spinning. And they're sending emails back and forth to each other like, you're sure we're ready, right? You're sure when the doors open that we're ready. Who's sending emails to whom? Within, players within players? Not players. Manager. I'm talking about like personnel guys you know, yeah. who, are, who are making sure that, okay, when, when these floodgates open, we're, you know. They better be. I mean, well, what else What else, What else? else is there to do right you, now? You've right? gone over every scenario, whether yeah. it's four years free agency, five years, six years. So you're, yeah, I think most teams are ready, but I think you need a little bit of time, so a grace period. You just, just described so you, bring... ex- you just described exactly why the preseason is in, in, jam- right. in jeopardy right I, now. I think Cause, I mean, because so door, op- let's say you say 15th. Right? Mm-hmm. 15th. The 16th is when an OTA is happening? Well, I think they can get That's how quick it'll happen. I think everybody who's on vacation now is, is really on, on, on call, and they're going to get back to the office as soon as they know there's a deal. If, if there's a deal, say, hopefully at the end of the week we have reached an agreement on several issues we're moving forward, then I think you'll see teams come off vacation and get organized so that they can understand what the collective bargaining agreement is, what the new rules of engagement are, and move forward. I think everybody that I've talked to, like their vacation, like July 11th, they're back in and they're yeah. standing vigil until this thing goes. Yeah, I think that's and that's, and that's pretty the date much, they've that's targeted. That's pretty much the, uh, the modus operandi throughout the whole league. They, they know it's it's coming to an end. This is going to happen, right? We're well, not yes. talking about this and, I, then, I, and then the 15th comes and then they they break and they, they they still we're going to hear on the 16th 17th they, we're still not there yet well, I mean, I mean they're, you they're, know I mean weak. I can't handle that emotionally I'll be honest with you right now I will not you're getting be a little to, you are getting a little cranky I will it's not like when you were on the cleanse be able to, the juice cleanse when I was on the you juice were this cranky on the juice yeah, cleanse was, too yeah. it's sort of well I mean uh, the lockout is sort of a 110 day football cleanse that I've been I'm, I'm, I'm through with you know what I mean I'm, I'm what's through the ginger with it. pineapple the ginger juice pineapple of juice the uh, was, lockout well, the 
ginger pineapple juice and the juice cleanse was like the, something I would look forward to the entire day. The, the lockout is essentially like the mixture of kale, cucumber, and spinach that I had to down quickly in the mornings, and I'd be starving an hour later wondering when the hell am I going to get my food back on the plate. This is what the lockout is to me right now. I will not, I'm telling you right now, I will not be able to emo- I'm telling anybody in the sound of my voice in upper management or all fans who are tuning in wondering so all why. Fans in wondering what's going on. Yeah. From all around, I will be, I will not be able to handle that emotionally. I, if it's, I, I, if, 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 if we're 17th day, well, we've got most buttoned up. Everybody's reporting, well, they're close, but they're not close. Can happen anytime or it's still fragile. It's still fragile. You know, I'm all that stuff. I, I, I can't. I won't be able to handle I, it. I think we're past the fragile state. I think we're past it the feels fragile. that way. Doesn't I, I it feel that way? All of a sudden, state. it That's feels why, that I mean, way. The commissioner went. They're to flying the, on planes together. Yeah, they're holding they're, hands. Are they really holding? I don't hands? know if they were holding hands. I don't know. But I, I think there's the there's visual. Thing. Thing. I mean, the commissioner going to the PA's rookie symposium. Right, right. I think flying in the same airplane with them, each other, and they have time to look. They both have tough jobs because of course this is a negotiation amongst them. And then they have to negotiate with their constituency. Mm-hmm. And that's the heart of negotiation. I've been a part of that. I mean, you can negotiate with an agent and do a contract, but then now you have to go sell that contract to your owner who told you to get it done. That's the harder sell because he has it in his mind what he thinks he should have paid. And then nobody's going to be happy on the owner's side with the deal. And nobody's going to be happy with the player side with the deal. And that's the job of the commissioner and DeMaris to make their players happy and understand why they did it. And there's, another, there's one last constituency we're forgetting about here. It's the fans. We've got, hopefully, both sides, when they sign this deal, will figure something out to to give the fan. I mean, I know games weren't missed, but this has been a long period of time of anxiety for fans. And fans getting emails in the middle of it saying, hey, get your fantasy league ready. Or, hey, we want money for season tickets anyway. Some, some And especially in places like Baltimore or the, in New York where the training camps normally that are wide open for fans are now not going to be as such. Hopefully, somebody's got to do something about that. Well, I think the league has always been fairly fan-friendly, and I'm sure they have a plan to get the fans back. And ultimately, as you said, once we see the game on the field, that'll get a lot of fans back. Oh, I know that. And, that, that and that's for sure, but still, but, that's, but that also, the subtext of that is is taking the fan for granted. Right. And, well, and to me, but, again, again, uh, you could go to a, a lot of casual fans right now, of which is the reason why the NFL is so popular is because of the casual fan. That casual fan will will say there's no season right now. Right. They would say that. Oh, there's no season, right? Oh, it is right? funny. There's because no I, season, right? I mean, we all you, are very hopeful, and I, I finally we pay have attention a, to. I it. have a sense of peace that this is going to get done. But I still, and I'm sure you guys are the same way. Mm. Anywhere you go. People ask you, you know, are we going to have football? Right. Always. And you tell Every. them, oh, yeah, yeah, we're, we're good now. I think we're, we're really good. I've been saying that since and, March. And people are like, oh, really? Because I, I, I really, they, they don't, because exactly. they haven't been following the day to day after a while. You're like, Ugh, just tell me yeah. when it's over. That's most people's right? reaction is just tell me when, when, just it, tell when, me it's, when it's over and when we're going to have football. And I think we will. I think you just, ha- it's going to take a little bit more. Another time. half month. I think so. Yeah, I think so. And I think that they're flying together. They're talking. And I think they have a relationship now, which is they didn't have before. So is there one last question on this is, is there anything I can do? <laughs> I always ask that well, but in any situation. Is there anything I can do? Michael? I, I don't. I don't. Who can I, is there a phone I could pick up? Is there is there a mantle I can hold? I think what the key I, to this. What can I do? I think the key to this deal getting done is the stay course. out of it. I think the key. <laughs> if you can call the if you can call the judge, stay out of it. Oh, I could call a judge and, and just keep encouraging my my good friend it. Artie Boylan. There you go. Call right, him. Hey, Artie. Maybe you could be his bailiff. Yeah, <laughs> sort of like be his moose. Uh, would I, now would I be Rusty the bailiff? 
Moose, Moose night was night court. Rusty okay. was 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 the Judge Wapner's longtime. And you do remember, I, I was a bailiff in, in college, so I could actually go. Pardon me. Oh yeah. Wow. We, are, we are learning that a lot. We are learning I was a, a bailiff for a death penalty Spanning trial. The globe. What? What do you yeah. mean you're a bailiff? You said all rise. Karen Henderson said all rise. I didn't have like the uniform and a gun, but like I but was. You're a bailiff. I sequestered. I, mean, I sequestered. A otherwise, jury. you could look like you were at a Holiday Inn Express the night before. No, if I, you just I strolled in. What you're wearing? I sequestered a jury for two weeks on a death penalty trial. Uh-oh. This is a really funny story. One time, this guy comes. <laughs> re- By the way, that is not usually the setup for a funny story. So, so <laughs> I was on a death penalty trial. <laughs> usually, what follows that is not not so funny. No, no, Good. Okay, so I don't know if he's. Anyways, um, so this, so we're 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 two weeks in. They've been sequestered, yeah. and this one woman, I can tell, all the other jurors are kind of like, oh my god, another day. Mm. Like I can't be with my family. This woman's like putting her feet up. She's like vacation because mm-hmm. she's used to taking care of the family at home. Now she's right. staying in a hotel. She's reading books, doing her her, her duty to yes. society. Right. Yes. Uh-huh. So one day, this guy comes running in in like a dirty like. You know, uh, work shirt, and mm-hmm. he's like, "You gotta let me see her. You gotta let me see her." I'm like, mm-hmm. "What?" He goes, "I don't know how to boil water. I don't know how to do my laundry. You gotta let her out." It was her husband. He couldn't handle Is that right? the fact that she was sequestered. So and I'm happened? like, "Sir, you you cannot see." He's like, "But what, what am I gonna? Do? I don't know how to start the dishwasher." It was hilarious. He had to go away. Yeah, so she you, just as was bailiff, reading her you, book. you as bailiff, I had to turn yeah. him away. Don't make me go get. Teach him how to boil water. See, anyway. that's that's true love right there. In many mm-hmm. ways, that uh, that um, is that what that is. Well, I don't. Well, I'm just saying. It, it, <laughs> it, it, in many ways, it's, it's, here, it sounds. Well, it sounds. It sounds highly dysfunctional. Let's put it that way. Uh, uh, but it also just he he needed his wife. He needed his wife. It's it's love that we can only hope that is being sparked right now by you, Karen Henderson. <laughs> yeah, Spoon. We're about to be talking about you, Spoon. Uh, the uh, television. Producer of the Rich Eisen podcast. And also, by the way, congratulations to you. You are now the producer of NFL Game Day Morning Thank you on much. NFL Network. That's Thank huge. You very much. Big going spoon. And, and I must say, how, how, how many days uh, prior to that, how many days after you were named my podcast producer did you get that upgrade? It's the Rich Eisen bump, I believe. It's Rich Eisen bump, right? I mean, it was about seriously. Three, three weeks after. Three weeks after. It's just it's it's sort of like when when you're wanted by somebody else, you sort of get the get get the what's the, get the stink? Is that the wrong even? That's that's the wrong thing, right? You get the, you get the gain terrible. the leverage, yeah. Gain the leverage. Yes. So, I'm not taking credit though. No. Well, thank no, you. No, you would never do that. Never. Uh, can I bring you up to speed? Do you know the story of Spoon and and uh, and and the um, kindergarten teacher? No, I don't. Okay. Would you like to bring in? No, I, I, wanna, I want you okay. to do it. Okay. Uh, Henderson's uh, wonderful son, Tate, turning oh, yeah. seven I shortly, love, correct? Oh, yes, he is. Couple I love weeks. Tate. Uh, Tate uh, has this uh, wonderful kindergarten teacher, single young lady. But she's actually not his teacher. She's the other class. But she wanted Tate in her class. Well, here, here's the whole thing. I don't understand because you There's said. Two so, no, so, I, she, so she decided to play matchmaker, decided to do the Chuck Willery thing here. Yeah. And hook her up with. Young Spoon, correct? Uh, how's that Am I getting, going? Correct. Now, here's the correct. thing is that she wanted to wait until Tate graduated from kindergarten to do this just <laughs> well, in case any wait. ensuing awkwardness would not ensnare her son her. or her at, uh, at, the, at the pickup line, you know, at school. <laughs> it would be some very—you uh, uh, you don't want uh, awkward silence. 
at the pickup line at school, especially in kindergarten. Yes. Okay, if yeah, if Spoon that. blew it, or she she or some for some reason Spoon wasn't in her, she didn't want that. That's why I thought that Tate was definitely in no, her class. No, I mean, but I also wanted her to to feel like she was done with for the year. You want to give her the space. Out, you want to give her and space. she could go out and have a good time. Now she's Breathing done. Her. She's got the her summer That's vacation. Such a detailed matchmaker. No, I just don't know if this is the the. Um, uh, I guess an element or residue of the lockout. But in the past three, four weeks, as this story has unfolded week after week after week, it has captured the imagination of the listenership of this podcast more than any other topic. More than any uh, other topic. Again, I don't know if the lockout is to blame for this. Spoon board. is a reality show in your future. Seriously. No or, or, or maybe, again, America. Spoon me. Spoon me. Spoon me. Spoon me. Well, we came up with pickup lines for him. You know, like, how would you like to, you know, my crayon and my built-in sharpener, all sorts of stuff like that. Don't go see Bad Teacher. Yeah. Don't go see Bad Teacher. I like that. You guys could have done that on the first date. That would have been awesome. Well, but, as you bring up, the whole concept of first date. That went down this past Monday, did it not, Spoon? It, it, it did. Ah. It, it did go down. Okay. So now, Michael, you are the evaluator. I want yes. you to evaluate what's, what's about oh to boy. ensue, okay? Where'd you go? We went to uh, the tavern in Brentwood. Ah, oh, I've been place. very I fancy. Actually, I saw Michael there. Like, yeah, I've been there. Were nice you there? Spot. Was he there? The no, no I, okay. I saw him there. You saw him there just in general. You've yeah, seen him nice at the tavern. Spot. Nice, nice yeah, call, I mean, Obama, Obama had an yeah. event there a few weeks ago. Absolutely. Raising yeah. tons of money, I'm no doubt. In I'm Brentwood. sure Del Toro was there, too. Yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> Del Tufo was there? Del Tufo. Were you, you brought Del Tufo on your first date? I'm Del Toro. No, no. Del Tufo definitely was not part of this first date, right, Mike? No. No. You tapped out of that. Good. Okay, so you took her to the town. First of all, did you meet in separate vehicles? Did you meet there or did you pick her up? Well, it, it so happens to be that we both live about two blocks from the tavern. Walking distance. Walking distance oh, that leaves a lot of room for for. I did not for post-game uh, concepts. Her, her idea was that we meet at the tavern. And, uh, her idea was this. Her idea was that we meet so at you, the tavern. So you left it to her to decide. No, I was. Going. I was. I suggested the tavern. Okay, you suggested and the tavern. So did she. Yes. She was actually saying the same thing. And yes. then her idea was that we meet at the tavern. Mm. But uh, I believe the text was, "I'll be there, and you can find me." Ooh, I like Ooh. it. Hmm. <laughs> I'll leave it up to you to find me. I believe. Ooh, I like it a scavenger. And I'll wow. be honest, I almost went up to the wrong woman. Oh no, no! And asked her if she was uh, Emily, the teacher. See, now that would have been a problem been if better. Emily watched you yeah. go you up to somebody that. that was like less attractive than her. That, you know what I mean? Like if you'd gone up to somebody less attractive than her in her mind, if you went up, you know, yeah. that would have been a problem. Yeah. So it, you you nailed. It turned uh, out that I was there before you, you, her. You got it right. I got it right. Okay. I got it right. Then what? Uh, and wait, 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 just real quick. Yep. Yeah. At least give me a little bit of credibility as a matchmaker. You saw her and you're like, okay. Absolutely. She does not wear the same jersey size as me, Rich. <laughs> <laughs> how did we, but how did we determine that? Just on inspection, on site? Oh, on site. Okay, I on just site. want to make sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, that, no. You know, she, you know, the, the evening. The, hey, listen, the evening could have ended with a, a game worn Lamar Woodley <laughs> draped around her shoulders. It's <laughs> never good. You never know. Okay, so. Uh, it's Greg Lloyd, by the way. Oh, Greg Lloyd. Yeah, okay. It's Greg Lloyd. Then what? Uh, we sat at the bar uh, for about uh, three hours. Whoa! Oh, that's good. So, wait a minute, you didn't get a table? No. We decided to sit at the bar, have a few drinks. No, you ordered food to the bar. Uh, food to the, by the way, the bar there at the tavern, I've eaten at the bar at the tavern. That is, Mike, you've second, you could raise your hand. Speaking of the mic, you, it Amazing works, right? Food. You set it up. Yes, the okay. food is great. <laughs> the audio guy who does not speak. That's right. The mute audio the mute. guy with a microphone in front of him. Uh, Mike Del Tufo, everybody. I, I actually tried to order food, and she did not want any food. I, yeah, I See, that's a... No. That's okay. You could be a little nervous She's on being coquettish, day. like... No. 
Well, you know, I think what happened was that... Somebody got to eat. She we, didn't have dinner? What, I mean, what happened was that we decided to meet at 7. And I think she may have been thinking, oh, I'll have one drink, meet the guy, and then probably call it an evening. Maybe because it, she, needed an, she needed an out clause? Yeah. Is that what it was? Yeah, an, so escape, you, an escape route? Exactly. Okay, so, so three was, hours. But then it turned out being three hours, which I think all... Of, all four, five, six of us in here could agree that three hours seems pretty promising. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right? I- I'm yeah. encouraged. I mean, I'm encouraged. And then, and then, and then, and then, she came the night after. We got together, a bunch of us, for cocktails. And I said, Emily, you might should stop by. I have some, you know, other fun people to introduce. She came then, too. Spoon, you did almost blow it. And we oh, all... Come on, oh, this is hilarious. Wait a minute. Is this, is, this, is this her side of the story? No, this is me. No, no, no. no. Where did you get? Can I finish? Hold on, let's let's, hold on a minute. Hold on a minute, because I'm my wheels are already spinning here about where this segment can go. I think I know where this segment can go. This is great, actually, because we have digits, don't we? We do have digits. We have digits. Chris Law. Chris Law. We're actually calling her right now. Well, if I'm going to do the Chuck Woolery, I'm going to get the whole damn thing. We're we're going to get her side as well. And we're then ask her if she wants a second date. Right now, actually, what we're doing is we'll all vote as whether there should be a second date. And can the Rich Eisen podcast actually do. sponsor yeah, them on their next yeah, date? we'll pay for it. Well, yeah, she, yeah. Was, she was wondering. We're going to send you guys to Sandals. Certainly if she's... <laughs> <laughs> well, certainly if she's not going to eat, she's a cheap date. I'd, I'd pick it up. So, all right. Uh... That's keep, very you of you. Keep going. That's very you. So I, very I, me I, of me. I filled her in on the podcast around, you know. Oh, yeah. uh, you did, that I we've did. been talking about. Yeah, it. and she was very excited. She liked it. She did. She was not creeped out at all that we've been making up. He was not because we were concerned about that. Yes. Yeah, we were. We were. Okay, so we're, we're not getting in the it way. It was weird, though. She didn't yeah. know you had a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly that is, that proving my point that my self-promotion is <laughs> not self nor, nor did my mom, by the way. There you she go. goes, I didn't realize Rich had a podcast. How is that possible? How is that possible? <laughs> All right. So uh, before we get Emily on the phone here. Um, we do have Emily on the phone. Thank you, Chris. Oh, well, hold on a minute. It can Finish yeah. up. Finish up. No, so I told her about the podcast. She was very excited yes. about, the, uh, yes. about the podcast. Right. And uh, I'll let her take it from here. No, 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 no. Wait. So what happened? Uh, at the end of the night, yeah. I walked her home. Well, she did ask. Uh, she was worried this was some sort of competition. And then she, oh, no. I told her, I reassured her that it definitely was not. It was See, just Kara the, being very nice okay. and setting, setting me up with her. Of course. Her. And uh, she wanted, Well, especially when you mentioned that it's now out there on a podcast. Yeah. yeah. And that I've been getting. We're not trolling for women no, for you. We're, no. we're, we're looking for love and not all the wrong places. Okay. <laughs> we're not trolling. Okay. So go ahead. Uh, so at the end of the evening, I, I walked her home. Mm-hmm. Uh, she lived around the corner, and I uh, walked her home and, you know, said, hopefully I'll see you again. And then it turns out I saw her the next day. Oh. And, of course, but they're that, Facebook friends each other right after no, that. No, we are not not Facebook friends. Wow. Yeah, I, That's not, not a step you've taken. No. Wow. She did Google me, though. There you go. She told well, me she admitted that she Googled me the day before. No, I mean, you have to. You the have power to do that these days. The power yeah, of that's, Google. That's, that's, Gosh, I wish I had had that back in the day. I would have been a much better down. student with Google. Yeah. <laughs> I could have made a few fewer mistakes. All of us. <laughs> Second All of us. Is Emily on the line? I'm here. Hello, Emily. Hello. I'm Rich Eisen. I have a podcast, don't you know? <laughs> what is a podcast? Uh-huh. I'm wondering. I know. I hear you. So, Emily, uh, we're all very excited. Let's be oh, honest. Me too. Here. Okay, good. Uh, can you can you give a, if you mind? I, I, I sort of feel awkward in that we've never met, and I'm about to ask you for for details uh, of what <laughs> happened that night. What, what from your perspective? I, I'd love to know what uh, what you thought of the evening, starting from the, the minute uh, Spoon came up to you. You know what? I need to hear from Spoon first. I haven't really gotten any feedback, and I just, I'm not sure I can just delve into it. Well, here's here's the deal. Of... <laughs> here's the deal, Emily. We would never play you 
for any Kara, please take it from here. I mean, we'd never, we'd never no, do this. No, 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 no. We yeah, we'd that was never. Do we this. would never spoon, play you. Spoon, spoon had a great time. So what was what was your what was your uh, if Emily plays her cards right, she might have her own podcast in a little while. <laughs> <laughs> so what what did you think, Emily? Did you have a good time? I had a great time. You know what, Rich? I'm on vacation. I'm a school teacher, so you know uh, I was out. I was out late for me, really late, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, had a great time. Fun guy, really nice. Then what did you think? Uh, I also had a great time, Emily. This is the weirdest thing I've ever. <laughs> this been is in. great. It's not weird. It's great. It's great because Emily, we love this guy. This guy is fantastic. Uh, do you feel a little like Jim Lang here? I do. I do. I, I mean, like, we've all voted. We've all voted. Sort of like, you know. We uh, need that music. You yeah, know? we need. We, uh, Del Tufo, do you have music? Um, you know, we, we have all. Not uh, no. NFL films music. Uh, no, That's no. ridiculous. And Spoon refused to go Dutch and picked up the tab himself. John uh, Fasenda now call, calling the I, uh, play-by-play. Emily, of the event. Emily was uh, wondering whether the Rich Eisen podcast was picking up the first tab. I told her. I'm, I'm, I, can yeah, I was wondering. I was just wondering what the motives here were. If there was a major conflict of interest, you know, wondering <laughs> how much he was going to actually make on the state if it were no. a success. No, there's no. Listen, the, the only thing that's on the line right now, Emily, is love. <laughs> I know, and you know, Rich, I sense his sincerity when he asked me my jersey size. No. <laughs> <laughs> She's got to make an right? appearance and, and here. And Emily, who was worried last night, she was like, "I." She's like, "I've listened to the podcast." She's like, "I think it's hilarious." Oh, she good. was very worried about coming on, and I'm like, "Just play it straight, and I promise you, oh. you will get laughs." Yeah, because again, we just want we just want this to work out, Emily. Again, my mom was a kindergarten teacher. I have nothing more more respect for what you do, and 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 I hear you do it very very well. And I and I love this man, Spoon. And I don't care who knows it. And I just would love. I would just love. I would love for this thing to go. Uh, the next step, if you're if you're up for it, the Rich but Eisen what is podcast. But step, I'm wondering what is the next step? date two. I do not put pressure. I don't put parameters on anything. Date two, wherever you guys want to go. You have to eat this time. Yeah, you have to eat this time. What's up with not eating? Oh, you know, it was drinks. It's very casual first okay. date. Just what drinks. if we hated each other? You want an easy out. Yeah, <laughs> that's what we assumed. This is a we thought it was kindergarten teacher. I, this like is, she's got I don't, a daily I don't just I don't just set people up with anybody. This is good. She I have earned so much credibility, Emily. Emily. Do you have an agent? <laughs> I don't. I need one. I think you do. It's sure. me. It's <laughs> me. Sarah Henderson, my new agent. So. There you go. I love it. Yeah, date two. Wherever wherever it may be, uh, short of sandals, uh, I'm willing to. I'm willing Club to, Med. Yeah. How about Club Med? Um, Ooh. Well, that's, like a little, that's a little bit more funky than sandals. But, uh, look at Rich all of a sudden had the look, at, look in his eyes like, how much am I going to have to yeah, pay for three this? Words, I know. Three words just came into my head, Turks and Caicos. And I'm like, uh-oh. Um, so, okay, Emily, I couldn't be more happy. There's going to be a set. So there will be a date, too, correct? It's, it sounds like it. Emily, are we interested in day two? Oh, thank you for asking, Spoon. I'd love to. This is fantastic. This is what do you think? What do you think? What do you think? Oh, Emily, thanks for playing. We have some nice parting gifts. For you. <laughs> That's beautiful. Thank thanks, you, Rich. Thank you for 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 calling. I am. Is your name Rich or Rick? Uh, did you set her up with that? No, I did not. No. It's, rich. Rich. it's rich. It's rich. It's rich. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anything but dick, though. <laughs> That's fine. Okay. Okay. Thank you, Emily. Thank, thank you so you much. Bye, 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 bye Emily. Bye. Bye. Spoon. What more? 
What more can I do for you, bro? Tell me. You've done so a now, lot you're, now you're taking credit? Really? Who's got a better Now you're spoon? taking credit. Really? Who's got a better than spoon? <laughs> really? <laughs> Who's got a better than spoon? He's getting promoted uh, listen, up the here, line. He's got No, here. Let me say, I mean, let me say this all, one. It all since he was named producer of the television version of this podcast. <laughs> it's unbelievable. I do have to, one role. final postscript, though. So, so when we went out for drinks with all the group and spoon, this is when he was about to get mad at me. So we're all, like, it's all work people. And they all know the story, obviously, because they all pay attention to the podcast. And mm-hmm. she shows up. Up, and then she's like, well, I'm going to get her. I'm going to go get a drink. And she's walking inside. And literally, it was like there were 20 of us that were like, spoon. No, like she was going to go get her own drink. He did. We were like looking at him, Dude. but he had already gone right, through the on, back bro. door. He he went the other way and mm, caught up with her. So I will get. He did, he did the reverse mm. and went in to get her a drink. Cool. I mean, I didn't want to make her feel awkward. No. Everyone, everyone knew that she and I just had gone on a date the night I before. Know. I didn't want to chase her in there. What's more awkward than? But you can't let her buy. But you can't let her internationally heard podcast. Yeah. You can't let her buy her own drink. Can't. No. No. Come on, bro. You have to have a better game than that. But focus. You got you got a lot on your mind. This podcast, we got a big podcast next week. Huge Curb Your Enthusiasm, absolutely. Larry David, Jeff Garland, Bob Einstein, JB Smooth. It's a big one. Did you just say Smooth? Smooth, that's his name. I know, but mm-hmm. just you saying Smooth. JB Smooth, is... that's what it is. It is what it is. That's next week. You have this one also. You got game day morning coming up this fall. A lot on your mind. So, I mean, you do, I have, you do have to focus, though, in certain situations. Just compartmentalize and focus. Day two. That's what it's about. There you have it. And it's already been sealed. What do you think? Evaluate this. Well, I think Spoon's got a lot going for him here. I think he's got a big job. He's got people pushing for him. And Emily seems like she's intellectually very smart. So mm-hmm. I think she can handle this. I think this is good. We have to get Emily in here. I think it would be important mm. to have Emily here and, and kind of have a little recap of day two after since you're paying for it. I think it's an, you ought to bring her in. And, yeah. Well, I, I need, well, first of all, I need to see the itemized bill. Exactly. Well, I mean... The receipt. Get a receipt, Spoon. <laughs> I, I will. Right. Spoon, I would walk, too. I mean, you know, this way you can drink. You don't have to worry about drinking and driving, uh, you know. That's a beautiful that's why, thing. That's why we chose the tavern. Nice. Yeah, and then you got, you know, that street there has got so many good places on Absolutely. it. You know what, the... Uh, um, I love that we're producing his date for him. <laughs> it's we're a great like Italian evaluating. restaurant across yeah, Piz- the street. Pizzicotto is on San Vicente, which is delicious. And there's also Sortino's also right no, there. No, Toscana, bro. Oh, Toscana's also. Oh, yeah. yeah. Toscana's the way to go. Yeah. Plus, yeah. Al Michaels eats there all the time. <laughs> Could look at Just Al. Sign it to his tab. That's yeah. all. That's right. <laughs> Put it on the Michaels. <laughs> Wait, we're trying to get him on the podcast so much. Uh, all right. Very, very good. And uh, uh, she's got. Well, sorry, yes. I was going to say, can we uh, give him a shout out to her Twitter handle? Karen yes. and I created a Twitter handle oh, for her last night. Oh, you did. No such we thing. We what, did. Is, what is it? Kinder Teach 44. So at where's Kinder our, Teach. Wait a minute. 44. Where's our, where's our where? shout out music, Del Tooth? Where's Where? our shout out music? He's, he's behind today. He, he, Dude, he just, what are you doing? He's still looking for the dating game soundtrack. He's still, you know, <laughs> turn your mic on. What's going on? Do you, Sarah smiles. Sarah just had it. He's completely. Sarah, out. Sarah, Sarah turn your mic on for there. you. No, 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 no. We're, we, we, it sounds like the it sounds like the sequestered wife who you don't know how to boil your own water. It's like Kara's the bailiff again. What the heck what? is that? <laughs> that was my date. <laughs> he's, about to see, he's not Lawrence Welk rolling out the barrel. I didn't think it Doesn't was that sound bad. like Lawrence Welk <laughs> music, Michael? Oh, oh, yeah. There we go. Thank you, Sarah. Date two. Spoon and at Kinder Teach 44. At Kinder Teach. I Going somewhere in Brentwood that's hopefully moderately priced. <laughs> Am I the only one that wants specifics? Please, moderately priced. Think those two words that night, moderately priced. Carpent, uh, compartmentalized focus. We'll moderately priced. Those are your is four. Is this areas. Christmas music? Yeah, what is this? <laughs> it's doctor office. It's sexy music. Christmas music. Oh my God. Yeah, I know. It's not Skinamax. 
All right. Uh, so at Kinder Teach 44 at the Eisen Podcast, Chris Law, you set up for this podcast last week. Just a quick uh, uh, housekeeping since we're finishing the podcast right now. Uh, over 500 followers there now. So let's see if we can get at Kinder Teach 44's numbers up. See the, the true power of this podcast since yeah. we're announcing it here. Um, at the Eisen Podcast and... We also were discussing about splitting this podcast up into two because of the number of, you know, bytes it is or whatever. the freight, What's the word? Uh, megabytes. Megabytes. Yes. I love it when you talk uh, uh, megabytes. <laughs> um, uh, most people said keep it one keep piece. It, keep it as one? Mm-hmm. That's what we'll do then. One piece. They like the. They like how long it is. It finishes a whole workout, jog, commute or whatever. So. Perfect. And a lot of people, people are now iPhones. running marathons listening to that. <laughs> but that's, that's <laughs> the beauty of that's we the didn't even We didn't even get into our birthday weekend. Huh? No, we don't have to. No. Happy birthday to you. you know, happy, happy birthday, birthday to you. Thank you so much. Uh, and thank you. Thanks, Michael Chris. Lombardi. Thanks for having me. I enjoyed Again, it. I, I got caught up to speed. I have to put this on the I love podcast. the talent yeah. evaluation process. Yeah, we don't get you. this with Simmons. You don't get this with Simmons. No, this you? is the spanning the globe. We know Kara. I know Kara about uh, The View. Yep. And, uh, the, bailiff? You I was a bailiff. You learned so much about me. So it was much... almost like a first date. Exactly. It was almost... <laughs> I'm not picking up the tab. I'm going to follow, well, could, I'm gonna follow it's Emily now. I have to follow Emily on kindergarten. There you go. There you go. Very good. Thank you, Rich. And again, uh, will you be here in mid-July? Are you going to be here in I'll be back the, uh, tw- I'm here the whole week of the 18th through the 22nd. Good. We'll get you on the That's podcast great. again. That then. makes one of us. You'll be here. And and also, uh, I need as many people here because if this thing's not signed, I will be. I, I will I, hold I, somebody your hand. will need to hold me. I will hold your hand. I will get you through it. We'll get through it. It's going to be okay, really. It's going to be okay. It'll be good. You'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your reassurance. <laughs> Next week is a huge podcast, everybody. We just mentioned to you uh, Larry David, um, Jeff Garland, J.B. Smoove, and Bob Einstein. The last two play Leon and Funkhauser oh, for Curb Your Enthusiasm. You All get... four of them together to salute the debut of the eighth season I, I of the funniest show on television. I think those are my four favorite characters on there, too. I got them all together, all four of them. Yeah, And I mean... it was it was Herd and Cats. Yeah, that, that was my—I've watched season seven all over again. It's so good. And One-on-one conversation with Larry David, and then a conversation with all four of them together. That's next tremendous. week's podcast. Leon's, no football. We're going to leave football at the door, certainly if they're still talking. we got to get Leon in here to do a little He's, show. He, by the way, he loves football. Loves good. it. <laughs> Loves it. And he said he he may he may come in for game day morning, Spoon. He may get coming for game day morning. Yeah, Spoon. I got All a right. bunch of guys for you for game day morning. The man versus food guy wants to get in here too. Adam Richmond. You get love in that show, don't love you? Love it. Oh, I'm addicted to it. Yeah, I gotta so get much. in there. Thanks for coming Thanks, on, Michael Rich. Lombardi. Wanna thank John Legend, Kevin James, Dehani Jones, to Kara Henderson. At Michael Lombardi, just one L. Just one it's L. It's Michael Lombardi, basically. Right. At Kara Henderson, at Spoon thirty three, at NFL Mikes, at Topher Law. T-O-P-H-E-R Law. Right, Chris Law? That is correct. Okay. And at Rich Eisen. Signing off. Enjoy next week's Curb Your Enthusiasm podcast, everybody. Peace out. Stay listening, friends.